Hi, everybody, and welcome to an all-new Third and Nerd podcast. Uh, as with our ever-rotating panel of uh, hosts, we like to keep it fresh, keep it interesting around here. Well, there's just so many nerds that want to talk, and I'm okay with that. So I, I allow for, I allow for a wide variety of opinions, or they allow for a wide variety of opinions. They they probably put up with me, but the they putting up with me today is my good buddy. Kevin McGuire. You may know him at Kevin McGuire CFB. I mean, he's got he's got one of those really rare Twitter names that uh, uh, you just don't see all that often. Very fun, very festive. Uh, how'd you come up with that name, Kevin? Well, it's my name. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> that's a that's an easy easy starting point right there. And right, I'm a right. big CFB thing. I'm, I I mean, that's 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 unique. Yeah, well, you know, I'm as you know, I'm a big college football fan. I do a lot of college football coverage. So CFB, college football, it's Kevin on CFB because I'm always talking college football. That makes total sense, man. But I never would have come up with that name. So my name is actually, well, I mean, the fight on thing is is pretty apparent if you follow college football at all. It's a USC thing. Uh, but the twist part comes from my... Uh, college nickname in my fraternity. I was Oliver Twist. Why? Because when I was a pledge, I had just moved to Bakersfield and I'd started college, but the problem was I had no place to live. So I literally crashed with my pledge brother for like 95% of that semester. Uh, and, and whenever we had hazing activities, because any fraternity that tells you they don't haze is full of it. All right. Uh, but when we had hazing activities, the, you know, they put out food and, and, and it's, you know, ch uh, tacos with chocolate and stuff on them. But they're telling pledges it's motor oil. And I'm like, no, it's not because no, no fraternity is going to risk giving you motor oil to drink or eat. OK, it's just not going to happen. So that that didn't really work on me. And I actually started like devouring all the food like I volunteered to eat my pledge brother's food, too, because I was so damn hungry all the time. So that's how I got the nickname. Uh, there was no hazing in my fraternity. I'm just gonna put that out there for the record. <laughs> Come on, man! You guys didn't even. Okay, did you guys have to sit down and talk to elder, like older, older fraternity well, members? Let me huh? just clarify. Let me just clarify. I have a sense that your fraternity experience and my fraternity experience were a little bit different. I, I was in a band fraternity, Josh. <laughs> okay, let's not pretend that bands don't haze. I'm, I'm not saying, hey, there have been some hazing incidents out there. Um, but yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I'm not talking about, yeah, it, yeah, the standard line you're supposed to say is my fraternity does not haze. That is the standard line. Every fraternity member knows that one, but it's just simply not true. Uh, anyways, I'm I'm ten plus removed years removed, so I don't have to worry about it. Like I I doubt anyone from Nationals is listening to this podcast, and if they are, do in the dom. Um, but uh, we've got a we've got a show. We're going to try and get through as much of it as possible. We had some technical difficulties early on. I won't get into those. Uh, but Kevin, I am going to give you the magic marker. Speaking of, if you ever get the chance, there is this dude who did, uh, you know, the, you know, the, like the America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, things like that. Yep. I think it was, I went down a rabbit hole of like the, because I was listening to like just the best auditions of like The Voice, AGT. I don't even know how I got started on that. Um, I think I watched one video and just another one kept popping up while I was on and I liked the songs the contestants were singing. So I just, I stayed. Um, 
But I got the to the end of this dude who did a magic show. Uh, I did not know I could cry during a magic deck. Like, I didn't know it was possible for a magician to make me... Not, not like I'm laughing so hard I cried. No, I didn't know it was possible for a magician to make me cry. Like... It was dusty when I watched that video, but I gotta send it to you, dude. It is it is the most insane magic act I've ever seen, and at the same time, it made me legit cry. I'm always interested in checking out that kind of stuff. And since you're talking about magic on TV, uh, have you seen uh, Fool Us with Penn and Teller? Uh, I've I, I, I've not, but I'm familiar with with, with the concept. I, I know I, like, I'm, I'm interested in watching it. It's really it's fun. one of those shows that you know I think is on probably more so in the summer. It's it's nice to you know put, throw it on, and they're, they they've got some really good acts. I don't know if you're a Penn and Teller fan or not, but I mean the acts that they bring on I, to try and fool Penn and Teller, they they can be pretty impressive too. I, so I, I have to recommend. One of the videos that I was stumbling, like, it was one of those recommended videos for when I was going down this rabbit hole after I watched that magician. It was the Penn and Teller ones were on the side, but it was, like, right at that time where I'm like, no, I got to stop. I got to get in the shower. I can't go down a rabbit hole of, like, magic acts, too. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I stopped myself from watching anything further, but now I'll have to check it out. And vice versa, I'll send you the link to this magic act, dude. Like, it was... Like, this magician has no business being this good at two different things. Like, that's all I'm saying. Um, but, like, I going back to the magic pen, you go ahead and take a magic pen and circle any topic you want, and we'll, and we'll start there. Well, if I'm talking to you, Josh, we had got to... Got to talk some Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, you know, a, little thing, a few things beyond that, but there's a lot to discuss right now i think in the world of the marvel cinematic universe from the recent release of infinity war on blu-ray which i'm sure you have and have probably watched 20 times if that uh or at least 20 times uh there's stuff going on with the guardians of the galaxy future we've got some netflix news obviously we've got a big topic with disney merger moving forward with fox which is going to be very interesting to see how the future of this all plays out. And I know we've talked about it on Twitter. We've got to talk about it again, though, because it's so much fun to, to explore those possibilities. So let's kind of um, let's let's sort through that rubble right there. Not, not rubble, but let's sort through that a little bit first. And yeah, I guess, go ahead and pick up the first stone. What are we what are we going to talk about? Well, let's hold off on the merger stuff because that's going to be fun to talk about on its own. So yep. let's talk about some of the more recent headlines. I think the most notable thing we have to discuss and touch on is what's going on with the Guardians of the Galaxy with uh, James Gunn. You said uh, as we were getting ready to record, there may be some rumblings that maybe there's a potential return in the works for James Gunn to direct I, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. What's going on with this? See, I don't even know if I'd, I, I, I'd classify it as that. I suppose at the end of the day, if you are meeting, like the, it, Disney and Marvel are meeting to discuss like what to do about this going forward. So I guess you could say there's the possibility he could be rehired. But I think in order to rehire somebody, like you, you, you have to eat it publicly if you're going to rehire him. And, and Disney and Marvel would have to be prepared to do that. They they would have to, because it's going to piss off the people, especially who thought they had this victory, and and the trolls who unearthed this stuff. I. <laughs> uh, 
they, they, they didn't do it in, in, in good faith of like, oh, this stuff bothers me and that's why I'm notifying Marvel and Disney. Like, that's not why those two did this. Right. Um, so first of all, I, I kind of look at it as they, 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 it was done in bad faith. Now, whether or not Disney is going to make that move to rehire him, I don't know. I don't even know if you can. Like, would I support it either way? Yeah. Like, right. I like James Gunn. Truthfully, I do. I, I think trying to close out his trilogy with anything other than him is really dumb. It maybe can be done, but you, James Gunn hasn't just set up a, a, a world. If it were just, if it were just a world, you look at what what you know maybe Taika Waititi did coming out in with Thor, uh, taking over that franchise, and you say, okay, if a dude's coming in, he can put his stamp on it and completely change it for the positive, like Waititi did with uh, Thor Ragnarok, completely changed how we see, view Thor through the prism of the MCU. He used to be this super serious character. Now he's a dude that we have fun with. And it all kind of startled, started with roommate Daryl. Um, <laughs> it, all, it all sort of started with roommate Daryl and then continued through Ragnarok. And, and I, I look at Gunn, though. He didn't just create a universe. He created a template for how he does his movies. The incorporation of music isn't an, uh, an unoriginal concept. The way that Gunn did it, though, that was entirely original. He based a movie around a soundtrack. Like... Yeah. What's her do this this way? Like, how you base a movie around a soundtrack is quite impressive to me. You know, you usually base the soundtrack around the movie. Um, but but Gunn sort of did it his way, and, and I and I think that the people who vouched for him are uh noble in their intent, Dave Batista. Right. But uh yeah, I just, I just don't know where Disney goes from here. I don't, so I don't I get, know what they do. Some of the things I, I maybe this is more likely to happen, but I think some of the, the headlines that I've seen it suggest is that uh, I guess he put together the script for the third Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe they're going to stick to that, um, uh, which which I think would be a good move. And work for compromise for me, yeah. Or and having Gunn stay on to develop the cosmic universe, maybe the next Eternals film. You've got Fantastic Four coming in; they're a cosmic franchise. You know, you don't have to have to necessarily have gun finish out here you could theoretically right. say hey we'll let this die down a while and then we'll name him a director for fantastic four or five four, three years from now yep. no come back we're gonna come back to the fantastic four uh because yeah, i do have questions that. there um but let's talk you know, other than guardians of the galaxy um obviously the most recent uh, film to be released in video form is Infinity War. Uh, I have not watched it again yet since I saw it in the theater. I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to do that very soon. Uh, but I got to know uh, your impressions from what you've seen, because I'm sure you've, you you were handing out digital copies of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I had the digital phone when it came out two weeks ago. So, you know, this the, the physical release isn't, oh, yeah. You know, other than I have a... Um, I've always gone through sort of an overseas uh, seller for these uh, when they release on home media, mm -hmm. because since Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, they've not released a 3D counterpart here in America. And I have a 3D TV. And, yeah, that's right. You're all about the 3D. 
I have a 3D TV. I'd always wanted one. And I've got a brand new 3D TV. So I've, I've been insistent upon getting the 3D versions of these movies because I want to use my 3D TV. Absolutely. And they're making them in theaters, so why shouldn't they? I mean, what's it really cost to turn out a disc, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I... I, I I've been I've been kind of cracking. I already watched all the special features too. About the only thing I'm excited for is I've got the it the 3D version that I did order is a steel book. So uh, I get that, and I hope the 40 page booklet is in it. It's just another way to uh, you know have your Marvel binge because I'm sure by the next time, but by I guess less than a year away from the next uh, um, Avengers, right? That comes out in what May next year? Is that right? Do you remember? <laughs> You know, it does come out in May, and I want to say something to this regard. I've seen yeah. people, I've seen people suggest that Marvel could, um, that Marvel could bump up Infinity War four. Let me just kill that right now. There is no way in hell they are going to step on the foot of Captain Marvel. Oh no, I agree. I agree. It's I, not I don't think they do that at all. It's any yeah. other movie, maybe, you know, like Ant-Man and the Wasp or, or, or you know, you, you want to move up because uh, uh, um, you had, what was it, like Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Then you had Black Panther. And yeah, if you want to move it up, that's fine. But they're not going to do that with Captain Marvel. Well, I think when they when they uh, figured out that they were going to be able to use Spider-Man as part of the MCU, they kind of adjusted their schedules to make room for the Spider-Man Homecoming. And I think that actually ended up moving Black Panther back into February or something like that. There were, there were some changes once they had to make some adjustments on the fly, which uh, I think have worked out just fine, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, um, we understand that this is going to be a new character for the MCU coming in with Captain Marvel and... You know, when you start to look forward to where this universe is going to be going and evolving, we obviously have to have some focus placed on some of these new characters that are going to be expected, I think, to carry the the franchises moving forward. Obviously, Captain Marvel is going to be a I would think is going to be a key part of that. Um, let's discuss a little bit about that future of the MCU, because um, as we know now. This merger between Disney and Fox, it's happening. (laughs) It's going to be happening. And that means there are going to be a whole new world of possibilities for what you do with the MCU. Uh, So we know we already mentioned Fantastic Four. We know the X-Men are now going to be eligible for inclusion in the MCU. How do you do this, Josh? Because we already have so many characters here. And we know that some of them probably not going to be sticking around forever uh, because contracts do expire and actors and actresses do move on. But uh, we got we got some interesting things to discuss here. I think with the future of the MCU and what you do with the next phase. When do you bring in the Fantastic Four? When do you bring in the X Men? How do you do it? So that's my question for you, Josh. How do you do it? And when do you do it? How you do it is is you know I could give you I, I I'd like to think that I'm fairly good at at predicting sort of what marvel will do i like people understand enough about me to know like they 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 come to me on twitter like did you see the new marvel movie what do you think should i get like this is the life i have chosen for myself (laughs) and and i I'm, i'm not i'm not bragging here i'm going somewhere with this i uh I, for the life of me, have no idea what Marvel... Like, I like to think of myself as somebody who can guess this. So how you do this, I don't... I don't. I mean, I have my own ideas, 
but but th- th- it doesn't account for all the others. Like th- Marvel already knows stuff that I don't, right. and that's the problem with trying to work this. Is like I'm like, oh well, I think this would work, and Marvel could be like, if I were in the inside, be like, come here, Josh, let me show you why that wouldn't work. Oh crap, yeah, no, that wouldn't work. <laughs> but if I had my druthers, this is the way that I would do it. Um, I, I honestly think you don't even need to worry about the X-Men until uh, Phase 5, maybe even Phase 6 uh, at, the, at, at the earliest. Um, first of all, the dis- deal's not even going to close until about this time next year. So didn't, Disney can't even legally begin working on anything, though I'm sure they're going to be working furiously in private. Uh, uh, <clears throat> it's going to happen. Right. Um but uh, they can't even legally begin working on anything, which means attaching directors, actors, actresses, all that stuff. They can have some notions or ideas. But the problem with that is, and I, this is what I try and remind fans who are like, oh, why, why wouldn't they do it? You never know what the actor or actress you're trying to cast is doing. Exactly. Until right. you try and cast them. And <laughs> right. you have to look at their schedule. <laughs> so... It's not as simple as just zetting or thrusting these people into the MCU, which I think would be awkward and wonky anyway. Uh, What I I used to be a fan of was introducing the mutants in Phase 5. You could drop little hints there throughout Phase 4, but don't mess with mutants until Phase 5. And you could even give them their own phase leading up to... Uh, X-Men versus Avengers, if you wanted. Um, which would be a box office just, oh my god. I don't even want to imagine the records that thing would set. Um, especially if you brought back some of the old Avengers to star with the, a new X-Men franchise. <laughs> You're printing money! Yeah. Um, but now, as I'm thinking about it, what may be even cooler is if you give an entire phase to the Fantastic Four um, uh, and, 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 and sort of integrating them. But, but when you introduce the Fantastic Four, do not introduce Doctor Doom right out of the gate. Doctor Doom deserves to be on the level with Thanos. Any other treatment to Doctor Doom than the Thanos treatment? Is, is an insult, is an insult, and I would personally be pissed off. Like, if they're just like, well, we're going to shoehorn Dr. Doom into this movie. No, dude, he was one of the baddest Marvel characters for a reason. <laughs> like, the dude wielded the Infinity Gauntlet, too, okay? So, he, yeah, he's, he's, uh, that's kind of what I'd like to see. So, if you can sort of work in the Fantastic Four and the X-Men at the same time, great. But mm-hmm. but I think he I think moving the X Men out and and maybe giving a a lot of that phase to the setting up of mutants would be the way to go for me. I, I'm I'm on board with that as you know, I, and I kind of agree with the whole timeline that you were laying out there. You know, drop some seeds maybe potentially about the existence of mutants throughout Phase Four or whatever's left in Phase Four, and then focus on that and maybe more so in Phase Five. Uh, and in the meantime, get the Fantastic Four right, get them involved in this, um, you know, kind of give them a, a, an appropriate role for where they should fit in the, the Marvel family, because we all know this is Marvel's first family. Right. So, you know, do what they did with Spider-Man. Get it right. <laughs> get it right. Yeah. Make them make them fun, make them important. And I, I trust that the people that are in charge of the MCU 
understand that and are going to be able mm-hmm. to do that once they get their hands on it or, or once they can officially get their hands on it. So I'm very curious to see what they do because we know the Fantastic Four has just not been very well received on the big screen. On any uh, level, man, too. And that's the funny, like, they've tried with this franchise. I have. I didn't watch the last iteration. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So I watched I watched it, it on a plane once and okay. uh I and I reluct I'm reluctant to say that I paid five dollars to do that. That's five dollars I will never for get. For the back. headset? <laughs> did you, just tell yourself you paid five dollars for the headset more than the movie, or did you yes. actually pay five dollars for the movie? I paid five dollars for the movie. Oh, then just tell people you paid for the headset. You're too I, good of a guy, you can't do yeah. that. <laughs> well, yeah. You but tell yeah. five seconds later, I'm just kidding. Well yeah, I mean look, it's gonna be very interesting to see what what Disney ends up doing with all of this because I you go, know, people love the X-Men. And I, and I think the, another reason to, to hold off on the X-Men is because the X-Men are just so huge and we've just had what, 10 films in the X-Men franchise over at Fox. Let's give it some time to breeze before we have to hit one coming out. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Phoenix is slated to come out in 2019. And let me yeah. be clear here. It's coming out. It's already been filmed and is already mostly through post. It yeah. is coming out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do to stop that at this point. Even though this this merger's going through, you know, Fox is... Oh, one thing we should include that we almost skipped over that, that this conversation brings up. Disney has said uh, that, that there are... Or it is, it is... Industry sources are reporting that what Disney plans to do, because they can't really comment publicly yet, what Disney plans to do is allow all of the movies, the Fox movies that are currently slated to come out or are in production they will let them go through with it so that means we will get an x-force movie because it's in production and a deadpool 3 because it's in production but where those franchises sort of go after that is is going to be but but yeah we're, we're going to have so many flipping characters and plus like you mentioned that with the X-Men, do you do you need time to let characters die? How do how does that sit with you? you I don't I, I don't know if I necessarily need that. Um, you know, I'm 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 okay understanding that, you know, you know, comic book heroes uh, you know, comic book characters have died and come back before, right? That's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in your mind, do you need time to let the character... Like, okay, James McAvoy and, and Michael Fassbender, do you need time to sort of let that image of those characters die in your head so that way when they recast it, you're not immediately thinking... Damn, no, 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 no. James McAvoy is way better. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Enough time has passed that you're okay with the recast. Is sort of what I was saying. I just phrased it wonky. No, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I, I don't know if I need it, but I think it would, I think it would benefit Disney to allow some time for that to, to pass uh, before they have to end up bringing in those characters again because they're such important characters. And, um, you know, but, we, you know, history has shown that you can change the actor of a particular character and, uh, you know, some will be stronger, some will be weaker. Just look at Batman over the years. Right. right. Uh, how many people, different people have played Batman? And, you know, we've had, you know, you know, not not huge gaps between some of those movies. So, again, some of them are stronger, some of them are, are weaker. You know, you know. Fox is very lucky to get Spender and McAvoy and think they have a strong cast with the Avengers or the X-Men right now, which is kind of why I'm like, I need a little bit of time between then and now to like remove the idea of fact. Like I got, I got to get over that for a second. Not that it bothers me. I just, 
you can't cast it so soon because I'm going to be like, ah, it'll be way too fresh on my mind. I feel like I would automatically go into comparison mode, whereas I'm usually the guy that tries to look at the actor mm-hmm. uh, being cast rather than the actor that used to play the role. Yeah, so. I, I totally get it. I totally get it from a, a viewer standpoint. That makes perfect sense. And that's why I say that's why I say it, Disney, I'm sure. Uh, is going to give this X-Men franchise a little bit of time to really make sure they set it up properly and make sure it's executed properly because they they can't miss on it. And I don't expect that they will. So uh, that's because it's going to be so important for them in the long term. So they'll give it some time to breathe. They'll, they'll, they'll take some special time to uh, make sure it's taken care of just right. I think. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm pretty, you know what I'd love to see Disney do? Cause I know they're going to recast uh Hugh Jackman. But what yeah, I, you have to, you have to, yeah, you have to. but, but one thing I'd love to see them do is if you have this time travel moment where you have this, you know, you can bring in Hugh Jackman for like a cameo role, sort of like you did in X-Men first class mm-hmm. to where he's not a, the Stan Lee role. Look, Stan Lee's yeah. going somewhere. Right. 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 We're, we're going to have to find a new person to randomly put in movies. You know, <laughs> so might as well be Hugh Jackman. Oh man! Why not, uh, make it, why not make it Ryan Reynolds and kind of like a you know Deadpool's popping up every now and then? But I, that's obviously going to be. Nah, I don't know what's going to happen there. <laughs> and I would love that way too much for that, that to happen. Yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, what I'm trying to picture. What? Try and picture this and watch how 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 like your mind just automatically just kind of like crashes. Try to picture Deadpool. In a universe with the Punisher from Netflix. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, they're both killers, but I'm trying to picture that Frank interacting with that Wade Wilson, and I can't do it. My, my brain just can't. I'm just, they're two totally different. You know that you actually bring up something that we need to discuss real quick before we move on to a couple other things. Um, Daredevil season three happening. Yeah, we're going to get it in 2018. So we'll get Luke Happy Cage, this Season 2, and Daredevil Season 3. Uh, in addition to... Wait, did we get Jessica Jones earlier this year, too? Was that earlier this year, or was it late last year? I don't remember. I can't remember either. Um, I, I honestly don't remember. But either way, uh, I feel like it was in 2018. I, I, I feel think it was. I think it was early this year. If not, again, I think it was late last year. So it was kind of in the in between, probably. Um, yeah. So it, Netflix has been pretty busy. But where's our Punisher season two? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we need Punisher season two. Daredevil season three. Meanwhile, I can't get a Punisher season two. You know. I will say this though. And if you haven't seen Luke Cage, it's a bit of a spoiler. So I'm sorry. But uh, I, it's it's really not that major of a spoiler. But you can turn, put, you know, mute your radio for about thirty seconds. Uh, at least, it, yeah, have you seen Luke Cage, Kev? I have, I have. I'm calling. Uh, the thing I really enjoy is that they 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 eliminated the stupid with the Iron Fist. They did. Yes, I thought they did really well with him. Eliminated the stupid from him, and I was that was like my favorite part of Luke Cage season. Yeah. Two. No, it was mine, too. I, I was happy to see that. I really was. I was actually surprised when he showed up because I didn't know he was going to be in this season. And, you know, obviously he wasn't around for long, but I thought that they kind of redeemed himself a little bit. So now let's see that carry over to his next season. Let's hope that that continues. 
Exactly. Exactly. Let us let us hope that like the Taika Waititi version of Thor, that we all hope that's the Thor we get moving forward. Let us hope. Let us hope that this is the same thing. It's, uh, it's the same situation. I hope so. I, re- I really hope so. Um, so, yeah, another season of Daredevil coming up. You think we'll see any uh, guest appearances from some other characters in that in that season? I hope so. I mean, I, I hope so too. I already know Bullseye's been cast, um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how they work that because guys don't traditionally start out as villains, um, and Bullseye's no different. Um, <clears throat> so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what makes what pushes Bullseye over the edge, or if they're just going to have him naturally be sort of a gritty uh, uh, law enforcement agent right out of the gate. Uh, just waiting to go over. But these Netflix series seem to do a really good job with explaining, giving someone a personality and then letting them heel turn on their own. Like you, you see the sort of transformation in these characters for the good or the bad. Yeah, I agree. I think they've been, they've been fun to watch. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the second season of Jessica Jones, but maybe that's just because I like the first season just so much. No, Uh, I can tell you why. I can tell you why you didn't like it. What's that? Is a combination of Trish being the worst friend in the history of worst. <laughs> yes, that's being part of it. Villain in the history of worst villains. Yeah, yeah. That that it wasn't a, it wasn't a great season, but I still, <laughs> I still love the character. I, I still want to see more Jessica Jones in the future. So, and I, I hope we will. So, um, I got two I got two Spider Man questions for you, buddy, because I right. know you're a big Spider Man guy. Uh, well, first of all. We've seen some more trailer footage for Venom. Um, Sony's committed to expanding their Spider-Man universe without technically being connected to Spider-Man. You still, yeah. How are you feeling about that Venom movie? You, you, I, I'm actually not in the same boat as other people who are panning this movie for the CGI and whatnot. Like, I don't know how they expected a symbiote to look. You know, I don't care about the CGI, to be honest. Yeah. With <laughs> I, I don't either. I think it looks fine for what it is. Um, right. The complaint that I did see that I'm like, oh, okay, uh, is that I guess it's going to be PG-13, and I'm it's like, eee. yeah, it better be like Winter Soldier level PG-13, right? You know, one of those movies where you're like, crap, dude, like a little blood, and this could be R. Like, if Winter Soldier just added like brains and brain matter in that movie, like, it would have been the darkest film in the MCU by a long shot. Even now. Even now, it would still be one of the darkest films. Well, I think Uh, uh, one of the the, the reasons that's out there is, you know, if you make it PG-13, you can open it up to having Spider-Man come in and, you know, connect him with Venom moving forward. I I don't know if you can't do that if it's rated R, but uh, regardless of the fact, you know, if it's going to be PG-13, I fully expect that it's going to be a gritty PG-13. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping so. That's that's what I'm hoping for. I, I'll be disappointed if it is a light PG-13, but based on what I've seen in the previews and, and whatnot, that, that doesn't seem to be the case to me. The, the whole yeah. movie looks pretty damn serious. So, so uh, you, you're giving it a thumbs up right now? Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I'm interested, yeah. I'm interested in seeing this film. Uh, as a rule, I kind of like Tom Hardy. Um, he's not really... 
done a whole lot of things that I've hated him in when I when I've when I've seen him. I'm not saying I've I've gone out to see every one of his movies because he's certainly done some movies that don't appeal to me. Right. But when I have watched his movies of my own accord, I like him. I like him as an actor. I I he he's a little small to be a cast as Eddie Brock, but that doesn't matter in movies, you know. Right. It, it truthfully doesn't because you can. Will Ferrell was not a, a giant in Elf, you know. You can do creative photographer cinematography <laughs> that that hides the height or gives somebody height. So, but 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 just having a laugh or so, yeah. I kind of I kind of laughed a bit when Tom Hardy was cast as like this six foot two brutish blonde haired blue eyed dude named Eddie Brock. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I didn't care because I thought it was probably the best casting I could have come up with for Eddie Brock, like short of Howie Long. And, and Howie Long probably isn't going to make a great movie for you, like I'm just saying. Well, I, 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 believe, I believe Tom Hardy can make a better movie than Howie Long, is my point there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm very interested to see what Sony does with this. And um, obviously they've made some other announcements with some upcoming movies that are going to be tied into this uh, alternate Spider-Man universe. And again, we'll see down the line if this is ever going to be a, connected to the MCU in whatever way. But uh, regardless, Sony's doing their thing. We'll see what they do with it. I'm I'm intrigued. Uh, they got me. I'm I'm all in on the trailer, so I'm okay with it. I, you know, I I just don't want to see Sony mess up again. I don't want to see that happen. So I'm I'm holding out hope that they're going to be able to I don't do this know right. If they did, to be honest. Like they messed up with one of the movies in there. Um, but even then, I I thought that what they were trying to do with spider-man 2 was admirable um you know the death of gwen stacy like i i i think that's you know a moment that a lot of fans have wanted to see mm -hmm. um in 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 the movies but uh i i just i i think this is what I I wouldn't mind because you mentioned that that Sony's not likely to get Tom Holland in some of these grittier, darker movies because it, it you know it feels off. Like why not just bring in Andrew Garfield again and have him play the Sony cinematic Spider Man? Like, uh, I I think we're past Andrew Garfield at this point. I get it, I get <laughs> it. But I was talking with ComicBook.com and this is uh, uh, one of the the lead writers over there, and this was sort mm -hmm. of his pet project that I'm borrowing from here. So I, I mean, and he's not really a let's randomly insert this into this type of writer. Like that's not. It was one of those things where it's like it's a possibility for them. Like I I imagine he's heard something on it, and that's why he brought that up. Let me ask you this. Uh, because because you'll you'll know the answer to this far better than I could ever imagine. Is there any connection between Venom and Miles Morales Spider Man? Is that something that could be brought in as a another Spider Man in the universe? Um, not this Venom. Yeah, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there as you know an idea to just uh, maybe think about and discuss if there's any possibility. But I mean, yeah, if you don't want to have Tom Holland, let's have somebody else, and maybe you pick up with it. Maybe you find a spot on the big screen for Miles you know, Morales, I, which isn't which isn't in the animated movie, by the way, which looks fantastic. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. You know what? That might not be a bad solution to it. Just like, hey, look, we're gonna have Miles Morales unless Disney's like, nope, 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 we're setting that up for 2032. 
Yeah, and you know, and you know, Disney probably would put a kibosh on that if they if Sony presented that as an idea, unless they could find a way to structure it in, in sync to make sure it works out. But you know, again, just spitballing, just trying to throw out an idea. Bad. You you've got. Do you know how many flipping spider people there are in damn Marvel? Okay, like you have literally quite possibly one of 3,000 Spider-Mans you can choose from. There is actually just the just as, as a point of order, there is actually a an African-American Spider-Man that is also a punk rocker uh, in, in, in one universe. It's actually mm-hmm. uh, the Prowler who is, you know him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Donald Glover from Spider-Man Homecoming. Well, that's that? that's that's who plays that's who would be the prowler okay. uh, in the comics like the, the the name that they gave that character that donald was playing that's the prowler that's miles's okay. uncle all right um and so you you could in theory do any number of spider-men in in the sony universe if you wanted to do something different but still keep a spider presence i guess makes sense yeah. makes sense all right, Josh, I everything. So, I have one more Spider-Man related question for you today, um, and, and this is moving on from the movies and into the realm of the video games because there is a Spider-Man video game coming out very soon on the PlayStation Four. Um, and as I'm talking to you right now, I know you have not seen some of the latest gameplay footage, but as we're talking right now, I'm looking at my Twitter feed and there are a lot of pictures and videos coming out. So you need to get caught up on this because there's a lot of really good looking footage for this game. But how excited are you for this upcoming Spider-Man game from Sony? I uh, I was excited enough to buy the stupid $150, $200 edition, whatever it was. <laughs> so. I get all the crap. So you're all in. <laughs> I've, I've been all in. I actually you stopped stop short of getting the custom PS4. No, 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 cut me off too soon, my friend. I was literally saying I'm trying to talk my wife into letting me trade in my system to get the cut. Because I have the Darth Vader one right now, but I'm kind of bored of it. I kind of want the Spider-Man <laughs> one now. But on top of that, my PlayStation's not a PS Pro. I got an Xbox One S, but not a PS Pro. So, uh, not that I need one. Um, right. My TV is 4K UHD and upscales the hell out of everything anyhow. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to update my system while getting a, uh, a Spider-Man version of it. We'll tell you what. Uh, all the footage I've seen from this, um, you know, really from E3 last year, E3 this year, and now the stuff that's uh, starting to make it rounds because the game's getting closer and closer to release. This game looks pretty fun, man. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I'm not really spoiling anything, but apparently there's a feature in this game where you're walking around the city as Spider-Man and you can be friendly to passers-by on the street, you, like shake hands, uh, salute them or something like that, take a <laughs> selfie with them. This game looks just pure Spider-Man fun to me. That 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 does warm my heart because I just pictured like walking down the street, just kind of doing that Tom Holland dancing while you're walking, just stopping. Hey, let me take a picture. <laughs> you're just like I'm gonna I'm gonna go walk around Manhattan. And you know what, man? I, I was telling my roommate the thing that I'm probably gonna have the most fun with this in this game are those Grand Theft Auto style like help. I've been robbed. You can help this person by you yes. know like. I'm gonna do the hell out of those. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Like that's gonna be some fun ass stuff for me. Um, yeah. Obviously, they have a they have a basic 
you know, storyline that you're going to be following. But if you can go and t- take all all these little side quests, I mean, that's just Spider-Man in a nutshell to me, right? It's going to be so much fun. Like, I, I'm, I'm genuinely, I don't think I've been this thrilled for a game to come out since GTA V. Dude, right now I'm looking at a tweet from IGN, and I'm pretty sure this is authentically uh, their property. <laughs> um, but if they they've got a they've got a video or a, a gif of something. Spider Man is flying through the city, and he is soaring right by Avengers Tower. Yes, gotta play this game, man. Gotta play I, it. <laughs> I know, like I I I need this game in my hands. I I really do. Um, <laughs> it's coming. You got a couple weeks to go. Yes, the seventh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'll tell you what, man, I would not at all be surprised if this game is as good as advertised to see this thing win game of the year. Well, that's what other games have come out this year that would be in contention, right? Um, you know, well, Nintendo had their big ones last year, Zelda and Mario. So I guess, uh, what got, was that Gods of War game that come out this year? Or was that last year? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I could see it going up. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if Spider-Man got the nod over God of War because more people may play it. You, you know, it certainly has the buzz. Pushing right out to buy their children God of War per se. You know, I'm like, right. but the kid says, "Mom, can I have the new Spider-Man game?" Like, how harmless is that? You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Spider-Man. If you're a ten-year-old, how? Which one can you convince your parents of faster? spider-man's got a pretty good chance anyway yeah when we're when we're done here you got to go on twitter check out ign's feed right now because there's just so much stuff flooding through you've already like you had me like at i i've been waiting for for you to kind of go on a long tangent so i can like settle in and watch it no i'm just kidding uh (laughs) i'm going to 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 go check it out yeah i actually did so they released anything today so uh yay happy birthday to me Happy birthday to you. And I guess uh, the only other game, just real quick, the only other game that I think might have a shot to give Spider-Man a run, uh, if we're just going off of pure hype, Super Smash Brothers coming out mm-hmm. for, the, for the Switch. <laughs> um, that, Nintendo finally back down and, and give us a Waluigi? Hey, you got Waluigi as an assist trophy. <laughs> I guess that's all you're getting. <laughs> Sorry, Waluigi fans. I um, think... They did say that they were going to sit down and release even more characters to the ones oh. that they had already announced. Oh. Oh, so I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that's uh, their way of being like, all right, we screwed up. We should have put Waluigi in there because the backlash on that one was big. And you know what? How much effort does it take to take out an assist trophy and replace it? You know, if you're going to put him in as a fighter, right? You can take out an assist trophy. Nobody cares about those, right? Nobody in the world cares about those. When was the last time you heard somebody bragging about their Waluigi assist trophy? Well, never. <laughs> it's not out never. yet. But the point there being is when, you know, you never walk by your buddy like, how you, how you doing today, man? Oh, man, dude, I am so awesome. I got the Ratchet assist trophy and Ratchet and Clank and my day picks right up. Uh, just you don't hear it, but Josh, uh, we could easily spend more time talking about some more video game stuff and Nintendo stuff. And I know there's a couple sports topics we had on the agenda. I got to run, though. I got to do a radio interview, but it was a blast talking about all this comic books goodness with you. And I'm sure we could even dive into some of this stuff a little bit more. So the next time you get around to having me on your rotation, let's do that. All right. Second question. Is Urban Meyer going to stay or go? Yeah. Quick question. Um, 
I'm no, 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 as of, as of, the bet here. Yeah, as of today, I'm leaning towards the fact that Urban Meyer is going to keep his job, but maybe he gets suspended for I don't know how long. I think he's going to keep his job though. Like the Jim Trestle, like four or five game expense a suspension until they wound up firing him or whatever it was. Kind of, sort I of. Would, yeah, I you know what I would say maybe two games. Okay. Uh, three at the absolute most. I don't think there's any chance he misses the Penn State game at the end of September, to be honest with you. I don't, that may just look bad, but honestly, uh, the more stuff that comes out, the more I think Ohio State's going to find a way to have enough wiggle room on their end to justify on their end keeping Urban Meyer as the head coach. I don't necessarily think he should be the head coach with all this, but I think they, they will find enough validity. in their I think they'll find enough validity, yeah, to uh, justify their decision at the end. But again, I think he, at the most, he'll be suspended. Uh, the coach who should be in uh, some serious jeopardy is uh, DJ DJ Durkin at Maryland. I don't think he's going to coach a game this year. No, I don't think DJ Durkin's really ever going to coach. Well, he'll probably coach again because, well, he killed a player, so maybe not. <laughs> We don't yeah. know, but let's just say college football has not generally been kind to uh, or to, to coaches that have something that egregious on their record. I agree with you, though, with Urban. I think the waters have already been muddied to a certain effect, and I just don't know if he – short of firing him, the, the other side is not going to be happy. So I think you please more people by keeping him, and I hate to say that. No, and yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think you know Ohio State fans are going to go out and defend Urban Meyer to whatever degree, and their already. school's decisions, as they, as some already have, not everybody, but some. We all know that there's always a certain segment of every fan base that's going to be like that. But um, you know, from some of the Ohio State people that I talk to a little bit more regularly and a little bit open, more open-minded on some of these things, they understand <laughs> that there's a chance that Urban Meyer should probably be suspended. Uh, for a certain amount of time, at the very least. Uh, but we'll see how it all plays out. You know, obviously, we're going to probably know this uh, result in the next few days, probably, if they're going by that 14-day timeline. It's quickly expiring. Uh, so we're going to get some answers probably within the next week, I would guess. Yep, surely. And I I know we. it's kind of pointless to talk about it because we know the answers are coming soon. So it's like right. we can beat to death this horse we've already beaten to death, or we can just wait for something new to come out. I'm in the wait for something new category. So I, I'm with you on that one. Well, I don't want to make you late for your interview. I just wanted to get you out of here. On, on Now we can say we it is actually third and nerd. We talked some sports. We're good. We're so good. Uh, <laughs> for uh, Kevin, I am Josh. This has been uh, a, a special episode of the Third Nerd Podcast with our old co-host Kevin back on. Uh, we will be back at you, Cast TBD. Uh, but as always, I want to thank our producer Scott, who came through in a real pinch for us today. Thanks, as, Scott, guys. Glad to do it. As we had some major technical difficulties that only seem to happen to me, um, or when I'm around. I'm, I'm bad luck, dude, I tell you. But uh, we will catch you next time here on Third and Nerd. So thanks for listening, guys.